or to earn whatever kind of rewards interest them, it doesn't fit their self-concept. So they do things that will have a negative effect on their growth. Maybe they're just about to get a promotion and their anxiety begins to go up because they feel they don't deserve it. Then they do something stupid. So low self-esteem often is found with success anxiety. So if you have fear of success, then you're not going to be highly successful in your work. These are some of the clear ways in which the level of self-confidence and self-esteem impacts success at work. Generally speaking, some kind of work is very important for healthy self-esteem. We need to use our own powers. We need to use our abilities. We need to use our energies. You see, it's not enough to tell people in general, live consciously. The consciousness has to be applied to something. You can't live consciously without using your thinking with regard to some worthwhile or productive goal. So if a person is able-bodied and able-minded, the natural course of things is that he or she is going to need to use their energies in some productive way, some way, in other words, that contributes to human life as opposed to subverts human life, such as crime. And to find a work that to some extent matches your talents or your abilities, so that if you took a great brain and you gave him the job of elevator operator, it would probably be quite deadly psychologically. Whereas for another person of more modest brain power, it could be the ideal situation and perhaps is one and only chance to earn his own living. So what's very, very important is that we look for work whenever possible that really matches and relates to our abilities, our brain power, and of course our interests. And perhaps it's no longer necessary at this moment in history to say that all of these considerations, in my judgment, apply equally to women as to men, and that the tragedy of many women's lives is that they thought that work only meant work in the home. And of course, work in the home is work. Make no mistake about that. Anybody who's done it knows it. Just the same. Studies show that a lot of women with a lot of brains who try to confine themselves to work that really doesn't tap what they've got inside them pay a painful price psychologically. I think that the more clearly we formulate our goals and the steps necessary to bring us to those goals, the more serenely comfortable we feel, the more control we feel of our own life. I relate this to living actively versus living passively. People who live passively wait for things to happen to them. They hope, they pray, they dream, but they don't ask themselves, if this is what I want, how do I get to there from here? I think that high self-esteem people have a far more active orientation toward life, which is manifest in setting goals, in setting long-range goals, and taking responsibility for figuring out how those goals are to be realized, so that if you were to do studies of the way that high self-esteem people and low self-esteem people operate, you would find a much more prevalent role for long-term goal planning and goal seeking among high self-esteem people. And there are great rewards for that, not only in terms of the greater likelihood that you're going to get what you want, 
out of life and not die frustrated, but also along the way there's a greater sense of control because your goals give you criteria by which to judge various life's possibilities to decide, is this worth doing or is it good for me to do this or I better let this pass and not bother because you have a standard. Whereas if you're just drifting from experience to experience, you can spend a lot of time wasted in absolutely trivial events, trivial relationships, and never really live the life that you had it in you as a possibility to live. The concept of efficacy is essential to well-realized self-esteem. And efficacy, in the most general sense, pertains to the ability to get things done, to accomplish things. And in my writing and teaching, I make a very important distinction between what I call metaphysical efficacy and what I call particularized efficacy.